Hello, 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 hello. Welcome to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm your host, Rob Shooter. It's Friday. We have a surprise guest today. Normally, uh, it's our dear friend, Corey Andrew. But today, uh, we have the lovely Delana Dixon. Miss D, are you there? I'm here. It's so exciting to join you on a Friday, right before the weekend it's starts. crazy Ooh. on Fridays around here. We throw out the script and gossip up a storm. So Corey's on vacation. Have a fabulous time, Corey. Miss D, thank you for holding the fort down. On Tuesday, I was out sick and you did your very first solo show. I thought you were great. How did it feel? It was a little bit intimidating at first. Oh my goodness, Mr. Shooter, you work very hard when you do those shows by yourself. But I'm really grateful for the opportunity, and it was a lot of fun. And I even throw in some um, some personal stuff I in know. there. So hopefully, you guys got a couple little tidbits I about know. me. That you you're quite secretive about your private life. Well, you're not as comfortable uh, sort of putting it out there as as myself uh, and others. I thought you were great. There's something really strange, Mr. Yeah. When you turn on Audacity, that's what we record on, and you've got nobody to talk to but yourself for 20 minutes. Can you believe Wendy Williams has been doing this for a decade, just talking to herself? You know, I have to just bow down to the queen. Mm. I mean, it's not as easy as it looks, just keeping up a conversation <laughs> with yourself. But I, like I said, I'm so glad that I had the opportunity. But Mr. Shooter, we like it when you're healthy, so keep popping that vitamin D and that zinc and that vitamin K and stay healthy. (laughs) Thank you so much, everybody that reached out. I feel great, great, great today. Hey, let's jump into the show. What time is it, my friends? It is tea time. So John Stamos is saying that he noticed something odd. Odd about his friend, Bob Saget, the last time they went out together. So they didn't see each other for about a month before the comedian passed away. But now John is saying that he knew something was odd. In a new interview in the New York Times, he said Bob was finally, quote, at peace. Bob was always worried about everyone else, and he always talked a lot about death. This is what John Stamos is saying. He went on to say that his wife, Kelly, had a premonition. John didn't see it himself, but she did. And the last time they were together, they went on a double date at Nobu about a month before he passed away. And he said Bob didn't look like a guy who was going to die, but he was very calm, which was very odd for Bob. Bob was a talker, lots and lots of energy. John said somehow he was at peace. And normally, if you've ever had a drink with Bob or been to dinner with him, he interrupts, he talks, he doesn't listen very much. And John Stamer said, no, this was a different night. He didn't interrupt. He cared deeply about what people were saying. And he said, I hate to say it, but it was the Bob I always wanted to see. So he got to see him that one time before he passed away. Miss D, when you're out with friends, do you notice when something's different? Yeah, I think when your friends are down or they just have a different energy about them, you feel it. You can see it. You can kind of even smell it. (laughs) It's just there's something Mm. different about your friends. So uh, I can understand what John is saying. What... I'm a little, not concerned, but I just think it's kind of early to be talking about those last minutes. I I have no problem with memories and talking about the positive moments, but somehow this feels so personal. But maybe that's what people need right now to hear about how Bob was at peace 
before he died. That's the point he's trying to make here. If I've painted it in a different way, I'm sorry. No, this is meant to be a nice story. I think it's John reminiscing and really talking about friendship and what that means. I'm quite intuitive. Like Bob, I like to talk a lot. You can confirm that, Miss D. I like noisy drinks and I like to laugh. I like all the the drama. But there are nights when I'm quite happy uh, to sit there and pass the baton and and listen away. And we all have these different sides of our personalities. Even people that are very aggressive can sometimes have nights when they want to be a little bit shy. I know what sort of night I'm going to have with you, Miss D, within the first two minutes. The way you strut into Bottino tells me exactly what the night's going to be. What do you think? I agree. I do wear my emotions on my sleeves. So when I'm a little down, I think it's obvious. But you know, Mr. Shooter, I will tell you a little secret. Even when I'm down, when I join you, after two or three minutes, I feel so good. It's just so much fun to spend time with Rob Shooter. We have fun friends. Surround yourself with fun, happy people, my friends, which brings us to our poll question of the day. John Stamos is saying that he noticed something odd during his last night with Bob Saget. Do you notice when things are different with your friends? Do you notice? Hey, go vote on our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob or our Facebook page, which is Naughty Gossip. And be sure to check back on Monday to hear your results. Miss D-Love, what are you working on? Well, Kanye West is promising that he and Kim Kardashian aren't going to go full Will and Jada amid <laughs> their divorce. I think they so, have. yeah. Let, so when he says Will and Jada, of course he means Will and Jada Smith, who are very an open book mm. when it comes to talking about their relationship. So Kanye says that he has held himself back from tweeting about his relationship. Mm. Kanye, I don't know about that. <laughs> With Kim and a desire to not overshare in problems on both sides that don't need to be aired out publicly. Mm. He compared himself again to Will and Jada before going on to accuse Kim of trying to antagonize oh. him or create this crazy narrative by allowing Northwest to wear lipstick on TikTok. So <laughs> that is revealing re- your relationship publicly, Kanye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, Kim was unhappy with the comments that Yee made during the interview. She wants their children to have a strong relationship with both parents and for Kanye to respect the boundaries and structure that she put into place. Good luck. And we do, yeah, we do know that she keeps an eye on North. Remember when North did yes. that TikTok around the house yes. and Kim was yelling in the background? But what is Kanye trying to do here? Oh, I think he wants it both ways. You know, it's called projection. When you project your feelings on other people and to use Will and Jada as an example of what you don't want to be is actually really projecting that that's really kind of what you're doing. I don't think Kanye can help himself. Deep down, maybe he doesn't want to tell all, but you know what, Kanye? There's only one person in control of your mouth. It's you. (laughs) So if you don't want to talk, don't talk. It does make me laugh. 
when celebrities do interviews to tell us they don't want to talk. No, if you don't want to talk, don't do interviews. Just stop talking. He's not going to be able to help himself. And I think the problem here is that Kim's not going to go away. Kim is Kim now. She's always going to be in the press. We're always going to follow who she's dating, her fashion. And as the children get older, we're going to start really paying a lot of attention to the kids too. They're too young to date yet, but they are growing up, Misty. I think that there's no way to get away from Kanye, and I don't think there's any way for him to get away from Kim and the kids. Yeah, I mean, they're always going to be interconnected because they have children together, and we know that when it comes to the Kardashian-Jenner family, everybody gets pulled into the fold. So he's just going to have to deal with this or there's going to be a lot of legal paperwork Ooh, to keep his kids out of it. Yeah, I just right. don't see that happening. I know. Kids get more interesting too as they grow up. Northwest is lovely now and just so adorable. But she's still a very young girl. Can you imagine when she's starting to date? I can't wait Ooh. to see what her life becomes. Is she going to be an actress? Is she going to be a singer? Is she going to be a social media star like her mom? It's going to be really interesting. She's not going to get less famous. Let's put it like that. Okay, moving along. Erica Jane from The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills is firing back at a motion that she should surrender earrings that her estranged husband bought her for $750,000. That's almost a million dollars. Now, he's going through a very ugly bankruptcy, and now the bankruptcy trustees are asking the reality star to send those earrings back. They were a gift from her husband. They're not together any longer. He gave her the earrings before he was under investigation for fraud. Now, she's claiming absolutely not. They're my earrings. I've had them a very long time. In fact, she claims she got them 15 years ago, long before her husband got into any trouble. She got them when he was an extraordinarily wealthy man. Now it appears, or at least is implied, that he is up to some very dodgy things, certainly with money. Should she give these earrings back, Mysteria? Ooh, uh, a gift is a gift is a gift. <laughs> I think I would have a very hard time letting go of almost a million dollar million dollars <laughs> a pair of, of earrings. Even if yes. they were not his to give, though. What about if the money was fraudulent? Oh, but did she know that it was fraudulent? And I think this is what she's arguing. It was given as a gift, but I did not know that the money was fraudulent. So why should I have to pay for his mistakes? Mm. Now, legally, I'm not a lawyer. She <laughs> may have to give it back because legally it's no longer your property because it was money that was fraudulent. But I can understand the sentiment of saying, please, let me keep these. <laughs> she keeping these She's earrings. having a Shits Creek moment there. <laughs> yes. She's like, look, I need to keep the wigs. I need to keep the earrings. She's keeping those earrings she's keeping those earrings although we are giggling about it too we both know misty and myself that this is quite serious and that real people have been hurt here i think we always think with white collar crime there are no victims that's not true somebody's money went missing and we're really hearing now from those alleged victims and it, it's just so ugly 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 hey moving along what's going on with our one of our favorite friends courtney cox well, talk about boundaries and trying to keep mm. your 
private life out of the public. So Courtney Cox is saying that she was not always good with boundaries when it comes to her teenage daughter, Coco. Now, Coco is actually 17 17? years old now. And of course, her father is David Arquette. So Courtney spoke to People magazine about motherhood (laughs) and her relationship with Coco. (laughs) I haven't thought about it yet. The actress said of her daughter someday moving away from home. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. I haven't even registered Mm -hmm. that she's not going to be here. But also, (gasps) she's not here that often. Let's be clear. She's out and about. This is not a girl to sit at home. And if she is, she's in her room with the door (laughs) shut. Sounds like a typical teenager to me. While they are very close, Courtney and her daughter do face tension and arguments from time to time. The actress said, we fight. I learned that boundaries are important and to keep them because I know it makes her feel safe. And I'm not always good with the boundaries. I get worn out. Okay, you're a mom. I've got a mom. My mom has no concept of boundaries. (laughs) (laughs) I stayed at my mom's house for the past two weeks and I had the door shut and a lot of times it would just open. Um, she did knock a few times, um, but not so many. Mrs. So what do you Dixon, think? if you're listening, knock, knock, knock. <laughs> My mum and dad were quite good when I was growing up. Not necessarily for the best reasons. I think they found me quite boring. They would rather be with one another. Like, if I was in my room, my mum would be like, good, I can hang with your dad. So I don't think they really wanted me around that much. They like each other better than they like me, which maybe is adorable. In fact, it really is. They are so cute together. Boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. I wonder what it'd be like if I was a parent. I'm so nosy, Misty. I'm such a nosy person. I can't imagine. Not- I have a feeling you'd know where your kids are. Oh, 24-8. 24-8. Oh, I'd put a paparazzi on them just so that I knew <laughs> where they were. I would. I'd assign a photographer to follow them around, and I'd be watching them on my laptop. Maybe. I don't know. No, maybe. Okay, before we get a break, Paris Hilton is finally revealing that her and Lindsay Lohan are friends-ish. Sort of friends. So these two had a lot of drama growing up together. Remember, they were frenemies. They said awful, awful things about one another. Now Paris is explaining that she reached out to Lindsay. They both are growing up. She just got married. Lindsay got engaged and she said, quote, we're not in high school. I think it's just very immature and now everything is good. She said that she reached out to Lindsay after Lindsay got engaged and Paris was on her honeymoon and she just wanted to say congratulations and it sort of broke the ice and there were no bad vibes. I love this. I often reach out to people I know or people I've had beef with when something, an opportunity pops up just to send a little note. And I never send a big, long, dramatic explanation email. I just say congratulations or if they write a great story that I've read. Obviously, a lot of our friends are journalists or writers. I often send little notes saying, I love that story or that was really funny. What about you, Misty? Do you reach out? Sometimes. (laughs) I'll be honest. It all depends on how the relationship ended. Some relationships... They're just not worth going back to. And you know the ones. But there have been people where it's petty things in the past. You were young. You said stupid things. And you do have to take a minute. I remember there was a guy. And we just had this horrible falling out. Just really bad. I deleted all his information. And then I saw him on television. He was doing a guest role on a show. And so I, I just sent him a text. And I said, hey, congratulations. I saw your show. And I guess he actually was okay with it because... 
all of a sudden I was back on his Instagram account. So I was unblocked. People like to hear nice things. Reach out when, when they're doing something something good. We can we don't hold grudges. We try not to on this show. Hey, let's take a quick break and we will be right back. Welcome back to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm your host, Rob Shooter, with our dear friend, Miss D. I missed you this week, oh, Miss D. I know. I'm so happy you're back in New York. We can start painting the town red again. Yes. I know, I know. How long are you back for, Miss D? I'm back for good. <gasps> oh, love it. Like the Empire State <laughs> Building, the Statue of Liberty is back in town. Hey, let's get to the polls. Da, da, da. Thank you da, da, very da, da. much. Jenna Jackson is saying that her brother Michael teased her about her weight when she was growing up. Really ugly names. Are you shocked that the very private Janet is revealing all this? She's normally quite, quite reserved. Not anymore. Let's have a look. Ooh. 60% said, no, you're not shocked. This is Janet's time to speak out. I agree. Don't forget to vote on today's poll. Go to our Twitter page, at Naughty Nice Rob, or our Facebook page, Naughty Gossip. And be sure to check back on Monday to hear your results. And now it's my favourite moment of the show. It's our nicest, nicest. of the day. Aww. Aww. Well, this is kind of sad, but nice. Yes. So Amy Schneider is defeated after 40 games oh, straight on Jeopardy. <laughs> and she actually knew the moment she was in trouble. So she's been on this 40-game winning streak. Now, the person who owns the record, of course, is Ken Jennings. He was the winner of the Ken. game show's 2020 Greatest of All Time tournament. And when he played on the show the first time, he's now hosting, mm -hmm. he actually won 74 <laughs> games in a row, which is set back, can you believe this, in 2004. Ah, it feels like it was just yesterday. Yeah. So this week's episode that aired, it was actually taped in November. And basically, Amy had to keep her defeat under wraps for months. Why could you Kudos, do Kudos, girl. Could you do I don't know how she time. did it. <laughs> I knew it was going to come down to the final Jeopardy she shares. Mm -hmm. And I knew I had been struggling a little bit with final Jeopardy. So she knew that she was going to probably end it. And oh. do you know what she ended over? Tell me, tell me. What was the question? So the question was, mm -hmm. the only nation in the world whose name in English ends in the letter H and it's also one of the 10 most populous countries in the world. Mr. Shooter, do you know the answer? It's really hard. I'm going through populated countries. I watched this, so I know the answer because I was watching Amy on TV. So I do know the answer, but I did not know it. What is it, Miss D? It's Bangladesh. Now we all know never got the only nation in the world that ends with the letter H. We love you, Amy. And now our naughtiest of the day, naughty, 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 Teresa Giudici on The Real Housewives of New Jersey admits that she would probably still be married to her ex, Joe, if she was never on the reality show. So as she was reflecting on her life on the show, she's been on it now for over a decade. I met her before she even started. In fact, I did a pilot with her. So we did a TV pilot for Mark Cuban, Misty. I know. Ooh. And we sold the pilot and then she got the housewives and I had to get a different co-host. It was going to be Teresa. Mm. I saw that she was a, a TV star. She's controversial, but she has that TV sparkle about her. Andy asked her, what would have happened if you hadn't have done the show? She said, I probably wouldn't have gone to jail. And she said, I probably would still be with mm. Joe. Oh, that makes me sad. She didn't seem that sad about it, though. I think if you said to Teresa, the follow-up question is, 
do you regret doing the show? I, I don't think she does. I think she likes this life, even though she now is no longer with her husband. Hey, before we go, let's have a moment of Rob. You get a Rob, you get a Rob, Yay. you get a Rob. So there was a time in my life when not a single opportunity passed me by that I couldn't use to make me feel worse about myself. I used to compare myself all the time to people that were richer, more handsome, more popular, more perfect than me. And then the forward answer my book came along and it gave me a new way, Mr. Of looking at my life and looking at my perceived imperfections. What about you? Do you use other people's success to make you feel worse about yourself? Oh, I don't want to, but sometimes it is extremely challenging. Oh, so yeah, it's hard, especially in our business where it's so visible and it's so public. You can turn on your television set and see somebody that you used to work with and now they're doing a million things that you thought that you'd be doing at this stage. But if you compare yourself to others, you'll never really have an opportunity to think about the great things that you've done yourself. I've done some incredibly Incredible. amazing things in Incredible. my life. Thank you, Mr. Shooter, for making so many of those happen. You make happen. them all happen for <laughs> yourself. Pick up a copy of The Forward Answer, and we're going to teach you how to do this. That's it for this week. Thank you so much for listening to The Naughty But Nice with Rob and Miss D Show, a production of iHeartRadio. And once again, Miss D, thank you so much for holding the fort down on Tuesday when I was not well. Don't forget to subscribe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. Leave us a review if you can. They really do help. And remember, all together now, let's hear you sing it out loud. If you're going to be naughty, naughty, you've got to be be nice. nice. Take care, everybody. It's Naughty But Nice with Rob.